Hello and welcome to the Secret Source podcast, where we open source the secret source. My name is Sakile Dembe, and I'm a content specialist here at Founders Factory Africa. Joining me for today's episode is my colleague Kate Victory Edema, who is a growth marketer at Founders Factory Africa. How's it going, Kate? Very well, Sakile, very well. I've asked Kate to join me today because she's an expert in today's topic of discussion, growth and traction for early stage startups. We have a great show lined up for you where Kate will be distilling knowledge and insights into what it takes or rather the steps one should take to acquire the first customers using organic channels. But... Before we get into discussing all things growth and traction, we're going to play a fun game, Kate, called In With It or Out With It. In With It or Out With It. Are you in with it or out with it? So, Kate, it's a new year and we're going to do some trend forecasting here. All you have to do is tell me what you think we should carry with us into this new year and what we can definitely do without when I pitch some of these scenarios. Does that sound good? Yes, it does. Awesome. So, in or out? I'm a piano music. (laughs) Out. 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 (laughs) You don't think it's here to stay? No, no, no. no. (laughs) Okay, okay, cool. In or out? Public marriage proposals. Oh, I'm all in there. You're all in. Yes, I just love the public marriage proposal. (laughs) You know, there's a walk going on uh, on the social streets about about public marriage proposals. But okay, okay, we see you, Kate. (laughs) Reality TV shows. Out, out. It's tricky now because, you know, we have Netflix. We have all these things going on We need more time to watch more series. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with you on that one. Again, in or out, the jollof rice debate and who makes the best. Um, in we we need to get. Are we continuing we, here? <laughs> yes, we need to know who is the best, <laughs> who makes the best jollof rice. I That's think, definitely I think, in. Uh, I think for me, we might just need a South African jollof rice <laughs> to enter the game. <laughs> All right, Kate, uh, thank you so much for playing. Those were some interesting revelations. You're welcome. (laughs) Right. It is time to get into our discussion, growth and traction for early stage startups. So, Kate, the reason we've asked you to be here is because you've recently produced an organic growth playbook for founders looking to up their growth marketing game. Now, I will admit, I did have, you know, a very different view of growth and traction, which is premised on marketing and content marketing. But Mm. I think with this conversation, things will be very different. So please tell us more about this playbook and why we need to be having this conversation with founders. Okay, basically, I we decided to write a playbook for founders, especially early stage founders, to help them get their first 10 hundred customers because we've worked with a lot of founders here at FFA and we realized that it's tricky getting that first set of users mm-hmm. coming into their com- using their products. And that's mm-hmm. why we decided to write a playbook to enable early stage founders get that first set of customers using the product. There are loads of organic channels out there, as you've been mentioning. What went into shortlisting the four that are highlighted in the growth playbook? We've worked with a lot of startups in different industries and 
we've done a lot of using the traction bullseye framework we've done a lot of experimentation validation and and what we've seen as the best is organic channel and not just organic channel those four organic channels that i listed out in the playbook those are those are from experience what we've seen work and yeah that's why we decided to focus on those four channels on the playbook and just give in more insights to for founders on how to utilize those four channels to bring in that early set of users coming into the platform. Those four channels are highlighted on the playbook at what we've seen, the most effective organic channels. I just want to know from you, what are the common mistakes you see founders make in thinking about startup growth and acquiring those first few users? Well, one of them is actually focusing too much on the product and leaving marketing behind. That's the mindset we try as much as possible to change. It's important, especially in your product market fit journey, to focus on getting those users, getting your first set of users using the using your product because it helps you. It tells you if you've actually built something that your your target market loves, and it will also help you to give you a signal if you're on route to product market fits. So that's one reason we've seen, one misconception we've seen that founders focus too much on product, trying to make, build out all the features, trying to basically get it right on the product side of things while forgetting that in, they just need their first set of customers in. They just need to do out, go out and do some marketing for their products. Mm, and I guess that also plays into iterations, right? How yeah. the process of finding the right channels that create those leads where you have those users who are who are going to help you to iterate your product. So there are many frameworks for this out there. Which one do you rate highly and why? Yeah, <laughs> true. There, there are a lot of frameworks out there. But what mm. we currently use at Founders Factory Africa and we encourage founders to adopt is the bullseye traction framework for getting your your for identifying your traction channel mm. and traction bullseye framework is a framework developed by Gabriel Weinberg in his book traction basically talks about 19 different traction channels that a founder can use to get their first set of customers or even unlock growth for their startup and I'll encourage all startup founders listening to this podcast to actually get the book and read it because it's so much it's so valuable and i i think they can unlock growth mm. using that framework awesome please say that again the name of the book and the author traction by gabriel weinberg awesome awesome stuff so based on that what are the most useful lessons you've learned from using the bullseye attraction framework working with founders and, and trying to find their, their attraction channels? We've learned a lot. Like I said earlier, we've worked with a lot of startups in different industries using this traction bullseye framework, and we've learned a lot. But I'll just share two core lessons that I think all founders should know. The first is don't limit yourself to a channel, but think outside the box. And that's why we love the traction framework, traction bullseye framework, because it will help you to look at channels outside your expertise. It focuses or it forces a founder and even us as a growth team to look at the 19 different channels before alighting the one or two core channels that will work for 
the startup. So it helps you to think outside the box. It helps you not to just narrow yourself and you'll be surprised what you might find. We've gotten a lot of surprises with our startups where there are some channels where we think that, yeah, it might not work, but when once we do the testing and the experimentation, we'll see that, okay, this is working. This is a core channel that we need to focus on. And that'll bring me to the second lesson that I've learned as well is test, test, test. Now, if you're following me, you know I'm a strong advocate for testing and experimenting because we've, we've seen the magic there. You don't just, at the end of the day, all the brilliant ideas are assumptions. So you need to test it out. So there are some times we're working with during the ideation session, we, we we bring out different ideas and one for us looks like it's the best. It's going to work. looks like we've, eat, we've, we've done the best work. And once we put it out, we do the testing, we realize that, yeah, it's not working because of the results mm. we've seen. And another idea we're pushing out, we're with we, uh, 60% confidence level thinking it might not mm. work because we're not sure. And then we push it out and we do some tests. And then the, with the positive result we're seeing, and we get it looking like, okay, this is this is the core channel. And mm. we wouldn't have caught into that conclusion if we didn't run different experiments, if we didn't, if we didn't mm. test it. So test, test, mm. test is core, especially in trying to identify that core channel that will bring in traction mm. for your startup. Mm. And, you know, when you say test, test, test three times, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what comes to my mind is, is, is also the timing and how long this process takes. What would you say to, to founders who are sort of wary about, you know, they have this, like you said, they want to get the product out as soon as possible, but the patience that it takes to, to actually run these tests and see what results you will find, positive and negative and going into iterations. What advice would you give to founders in, in that regard? Well, it's you. when I say test, it's still good to know that the test that's needed is the minimum viable test. So when you have an idea, what's the minimum viable test we can do that will that can validate this idea, that can validate the hypothesis? That's what you're looking for. Once you get that signal, once you get that validation, then you can put in all your efforts there. If you're going for engineering as a market as a marketing channel, you can just build out a landing mm -hmm. page and put it mm. out there that can be a smoke test you can just put it out there and the result cutting you get from the landing page can give you a signal of if that's the direction to take or not so yes testing takes a bit of time but once mm -hmm, you're done mm -hmm. testing and once you get the results the direction you go you go with speed in the right direction instead of just running mm. without finding Bullseye. the right direction yeah that's why it's called exactly. the bullseye, yes. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh, awesome. So, I mean, with that said, we're looking at organic growth channels, which you would say are the best. But what what would you advise um, founders, especially on the continent, to focus on? Why would you advise them to focus on organic growth? Well, we've done a lot of experiments. We've done a lot of tests. We've used the bullseye traction framework for different startups and the best and the most effective channels are organic channels. And that's what mm. we've seen 
time and time again, the most effective channels are organic channels. And it has, and it's actually predictable because getting your first set of customers when, or using the organic channel, first of all, is cost effective. So for an early stage founder that has limited resources and maybe they really don't have much time, but they need to prove out going out and getting that first set of customers using organic channel can be a best way to do that, especially when they have cost constraints. And secondly, using organic channels or the users you get from organic channel brings in the pool effect. So what that means is instead of when you push out a, a post on social media and you you get in a lot of users coming in, or even if it's one or two users coming into the the landing page, for example, and signing up, it's a pull effect because they are not being offered incentive. They are not being offered discounts. There's no too much enticing word, but they just saw the problem and the solution you're building and they decided to opt in. So that's a very, is a good validation that you're heading on the right path and you have product market fit. So that's why we try to encourage founders to, first of all, look through the route of organic growth of, for organic channels to get in the mm-hmm. growth and before proceeding further. So I'm guessing that you you sort of are citing things like cost effectiveness and the pull effect. These are things that have gone into you selecting or shortlisting the the organic channels that are highlighted in the in the growth playbook. What went into highlighting those four that you, you've mentioned in, in the playbook? Same answer. Basically, those four are still the most effective mm. organic channel that we've seen. It's, it's simple, but yet very effective in bringing in your customers. That's why I, we had to write on the four just to explain to give an insight to founders on how to utilize those four channels to get in their first set of customers. So those four channels I highlighted on the playbook are the most effective that we've seen from the different experiments that we run. Those four channels are the most effective Mm. that we've seen, yeah. With that said, um, now we want to get into action. So how might you offer some tips to founders who are looking to hack this organic growth for their startups? I think the first thing is do things that don't scale, especially if you're very early on. Do things that don't Mm. scale. So go pushing out your, going to where your target market is, pushing out posts of different social media groups. Just doing things that don't scale organically can help, can bring Mm. in that first set of customers. And then, like I said earlier, do a lot of experiments and don't limit yourself, like I said earlier, with the channel. Trying to bring in out the six channels, doing a lot of testing to see which channel work and then doubling down on those the, the core channel that you've identified that works for your startup is one of the best tip I can give to I, I give to founders. So if we were to make an example for, let's say, a fintech startup who who's looking to acquire those first few customers, what would you say, for example, just for fun, would be the first, you know, minimum viable test to do for a fintech startup, just as an example? That's a tricky one because even mm. in fintech, we've done different tests and different experiments. 
But for a fintech, depending on what you want to achieve, you want to, if you want to get your first set of customers via email marketing, there was a minimum viable test for email marketing. The first set is getting the first 10 email addresses. You can either put out a lead magnet, whatever it needs to be. Getting the first set of um, 10, 20 email market emails, especially if it's a B2B. If it's a B2C, you can go out and say getting the first 100 emails and then pushing out email campaigns to test out the conversion test it if it's if it's actually working or not i think that's the minimum viable test you can do but like i said earlier depends on the channel you want to focus on and depends on the target market you're looking at just to riff off of that you know great examples um do you have a hall of fame of growth and traction done well and you know what separates those examples from the rest okay i can share information of the test mm. we did because of <laughs> well i can share information but we've actually worked with a fintech where initially they started with the first call was how do we get that first set of customers and we had to do different tests different channel experiments just to pinpoint and two months in we saw massive traction coming in from one channel and that's referral marketing word of mouth hmm. so that was something we didn't think about but it just happened and because we did a lot of tests we tested out different channels and we saw that okay referrals is working then we doubled down on referrals and it was now 2x and then 3x and that was that was good it still centers centers on the experiments testing out different channels and just trying to validate the channel that works. So I think off the top of my mind, that's one that, mm. that mm. I can I can call out now. It sounds like, you know, the testing process is, is very rewarding once, once it's done. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can almost kind of hear the excitement from you when you were just like, <laughs> we didn't even expect referral to do what it did for that fintech. So... You know, it's great. It's great work that you're doing, Kate. And I just wanted to say congratulations also on this playbook. Thank you know, you. shout out to you and the team who are producing something like that for, for the startup economy. And yeah, a big thank you to you, Kate, for joining us on this growth and traction-focused episode of the Secret Sauce podcast. Thank you. Thank you, Sakili. And thank you for having me. Awesome stuff. And of course, thank you to everyone listening. We want to know how is growth growth and traction going for you do you have any fears risks or concerns you may have what part of this discussion stood out for you please let us know via our linkedin and twitter social media pages let us know your thoughts using hashtag the secret source we would love to hear from you thank you so much that's it for now catch you next time <laughs>